Welcome back to Inspiring Neighbors Podcast, where we showcase seemingly ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Today we had an amazing, spectacular guest on. Her name was Malia Chung and her mother, Farah. What a great and interesting episode that was. I loved learning about them. She is so spectacular, uh, very special because she's only 14 years old and She's created this, I'll call it a mini empire with Etsy yeah. <laughs> and these, these uh, bracelets and products that she's created and is selling. And through that, she's given back to charities and it's just an incredible inspiration just getting to chat with her and her mom. What did you think? Absolutely. No, it was a pleasure to meet them both and chat with them. Like you said, our youngest guests yet uh, and yeah. the youngest entrepreneur that we've met. Uh, but it's it's so sweet that the, the place that it comes from, the, the, the motivation to take on this challenge, that it comes from this place of like loving what you do and wanting to give back and just doing that so successfully and growing along the way. And I mentioned, you know, in a very short time, they've accomplished so much in terms of what they can give to the community, how the business has grown, and uh, you can just tell how much joy they're spreading and, and finding themselves through the process. Uh, so I found it very inspirational and very lovely to hear about. Me too. It was amazing. And I loved seeing just her positivity. Like she mm -hmm. just radiates positivity and she's had her own set of challenges uh, in life and just the way that she doesn't let anything drag her down. She's going after this and she's going to be great at it. And I think anything she does in the future, she'll be great at. So uh -huh. I loved listening to it. Thank you, Malia and Farah for joining us. For everyone else, please enjoy Malia and Farah. Let's talk to our neighbors, because everyone can inspire the Inspiring Neighbors Podcast Lightyear It took us far too long to get you guys onto this show, but I'm so excited that we finally did. And it's great to meet you in person. We've or in virtual person, I should say. We chatted briefly on the phone last year, but now I get to see your beautiful faces so i'm very excited me too so how do we know you we were connected a long time ago after we interviewed silvana and after that interview i was so kind of mesmerized by the work that she does and i was thinking there must be amazing people that she knows that should also be on our show so I sent her a message and she said, yes, definitely interview Malia. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So she said, give me a sec. I'll reach out to them and see if they're up for it. And I waited patiently, pacing back and forth. Hopefully <laughs> they say yes. And then they said, yes, you guys said yes. And I was so excited. I texted Angela right away and said, they said yes. <laughs> so thank you for being on Malia. I wanted to ask, what is SMA? Spinal muscular atrophy. Um, it's SMA stands for spinal muscular atrophy, and it was something I was born with, but my parents didn't know until I was 14 months old. And okay. it just like affects my muscles, but it doesn't affect my brain. And I drive a power wheelchair, and like during the day, I just might need like help with some things. Some things like need to be like adapted so I can do them. But gotcha. Yeah. Does it affect many people in the world that you know of? 
Um, yeah, I know um, a lot of people with SMA. So I think the, I think the, um, they say it's one in every six thousand children, or one in six thousand. Okay. Um, yeah. So it, it they call it a rare orphan disease, um, okay. and it affects your anterior horn cells in your spinal cord. Okay. So the way we kind of say it is like um, the muscles aren't getting the food that, you know, like someone else that doesn't have SMA, mm-hmm. um, their muscles would be getting all the food they need to, to move and thrive. And so Malia's muscles don't get as much food as they need to do the things that, you know, gotcha. um, others would be able to do. Yeah. So, but there's so many cool things that we still do, right? Like what, what, what do you do that you find it's just different, but you're still doing it. Yeah, yeah. I do swimming um, and I do piano and like singing and physio and like my crafts. Yeah. And I go skiing. It's like adapted sit skiing and it's really fun and oh, like hiking and biking and kayaking. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things out there now, like adapted trail riders and we go kayaking in the summer. There's adapted bikes. So, you know, you just, you do things, they just look a little different. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's amazing to see that. So I was, I was browsing your Instagram page. You have an amazing Instagram page. And there's a couple articles that talk about all the things that you've done. First of all, Uh, I also play the piano, so I was excited to hear that you play the piano, too. Something we have in common. I'd love to hear you sing. Um, (laughs) Skiing and hiking and biking and kayaking. That's pretty cool. It's amazing. I I, Yeah, like, (laughs) this is all my bucket list. (laughs) I want to get out kayaking and and swimming and i love these things but yeah it's 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 hard to 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 do so i'm I'm glad you're getting to do that malia that's i agree how old are you malia can i ask you that i'm 14 14 and so i'm trying to think what i was doing when i was 14 (laughs) it wasn't all those things i'll tell you that much watching tv and eating twinkies (laughs) that's exactly right yeah studying I was just going on about all the things that you've done in your life by the age of 14 that I have still yet to do, (laughs) Uh, that I would love to do. And Angela said it well, that it's on her bucket list. Uh, I would love to try kayaking down a river. That would be amazing. Was it scary when you did that? We just go on a very calm, we go on a quiet, calm lake. (laughs) No rivers for us. I (laughs) I imagine you guys going down like class four rapids. (laughs) <laughs> with the helmets and the flash. You'd probably love that, right? Yeah. You love anything yeah. fast. Yeah. Oh, cool. So in addition to all of these outdoor activities that you've done, uh, you mm-hmm. are well, you are the youngest entrepreneur that we've had on the show. We've had a few. Um, it's very inspiring. Again, I was reading about uh, all that you've done on Instagram and some of the articles that have been written about you uh, and some that you've written yourself, right? And I wanted to hear a bit about that and how you got started with the jewelry business, I'll call it. How did you get involved in jewelry? Um, 
Yeah, well, it, um, it started like during COVID. I was homeschooling. It was in grade seven. And okay. my friend Maya and I started like making, started um, an Etsy shop as a financial literacy project. And um, oh. we were like gifting a lot of things that we were making at first. And then a lot of people told us to start an Etsy. So we did. And like at first we were selling um, mask lanyards and glass bracelets. But now we've kind of like branched out and sell mostly gemstone bracelets and lava stone diffuser bracelets and um, silicone badge lanyards and keychains and wristlets. Oh, very cool. Wow. <laughs> and the gemstone bracelets that you sell, do they like, are you, are you aware of like the energy and stuff that different gems carry yeah, and crystals carry and stuff? Yeah, I have some here to show you. So this one oh, is like amazing. a popular one that we have. It's called Good Fortune. And it's just like neutral colors. And it has like sunstone in it. And like, yeah, it provides good fortune. They're so beautiful. I loved navigating through all your, like your Etsy shop and your Instagram page. They're, they're really like beautiful, beautiful bracelets and, and gemstones uh, and different things. So how do you, how did you learn about the meaning of the different gemstones and kind of the energy that they have? Um, did you, did you already know that before you started in the jewelry? Like, no, I didn't. Uh, I learned like a lot about the different gemstones and the different meanings. That's and did so you nice. learn about it just through doing it or did you have like a book or a teacher or? Um, I just kind of learned about it through, I was doing it and like I searched it up and found the different meanings. Um, and then I just kind of named the bracelets after what they provided. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah, this is a new one that we designed for like Valentine's Day. It's kind of like two together with the heart. Um, mm -hmm. And this is like rose quartz and it's like love and joy and rosewood and hematite. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. It's going up in the shop soon, but that's the newest one. You just designed that. Yeah. Wow. It's gorgeous. And this is like how we like package them and like oh. we use organza bags and I put my business card in it. Oh my That's god. So it's nice. amazing. <laughs> it's so like like I would love to receive this as a gift to give them as gifts. They're so beautiful. And I love that like the because of the names that you give them and the care that you put into the design, they feel so meaningful, right? It's not they're not just beautiful. They carry like a feeling with them, right? Do you feel like that? Like when you're working with the stones yeah. and everything that they're kind of providing you some good energy? Yeah. And also giving, right? It's just so nice to make the, because Malia makes all her little handwritten notes to all the people that order, and then they get the list of energies. So it's just, it's fun, right? Yeah. When when they're being packaged and you kind of know, oh, someone's going to be wearing your bracelet. And, um, and then a lot of people come back for more for themselves or for people that they love and are gifting and uh it's it's been fun right as soon as you get an order it's like oh i got an order <laughs> so exciting does etsy do that thing where it goes ching when you when you get an order i think what does that i think i feel like shopify i've heard of oh it's so cool so when you started this you said you were giving like you're gifting these to to people who who in particular were you giving these to 
Um, a lot of like my teachers and um, nurses that I knew and yeah. Connect place. Yeah, connect yeah. place, like the rec therapist there. Um, you took some to the children's hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And it was as a way of saying thank you, giving back kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just a little. And I think you gave around 50. Mm-hmm. You gave about 50 away. And then then you guys started the Etsy shop. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It was a good Holy way cow. to just sort of see what people thought, right? Because. Yeah. And um, and then going to the bead store. That, yeah. was, so, that was fun. It's always fun to go to the bead store. No kidding. It's like a dangerous. Store. It's dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Yeah. So as you as you've grown it into a business, is it, is that one of the cool things that you get to expand your collection of beads and and try new yeah. things? Um. Yeah. I like to like design like the bracelets and like use new beads and come up with the names and and yeah, it's fun. You can tell, I think, that like the the love and care that's put into them, and and it's 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 lovely. Do has I was gonna ask has the style of what you're doing or how you're making them changed as you've been making more and more or the things that you like um, yeah like when we first started making the bracelets um we didn't like know as much because it was just the beginning but now we like know how to make them and to like glue them so they're better yeah they're like you're better quality. yeah yeah you're making so many right you gotta like have a system where you can go no kidding i love the pictures of the markets that oh, you've been yeah. attending yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in November, um, we attended two markets. Um, so when we did it for two days, it was the um, Carney Craft Fair at Archbishop Carney Secondary. And that ran for two days. And then I also did one at my high school, Riverside Secondary, for one day. Wow. And do you... Do you are there seasons where you do more craft fairs than others? I imagine Christmas is a is a big season yeah. to do to do a whole bunch of craft yeah. fairs. Yeah, Christmas. So my family, my wife in particular, loves going to these craft fairs, and she loves crystals and gems, which is it's cool to hear about because when you say it's dangerous to go into a a bead <laughs> store or a gem store i know that feeling because now my seven-year-old son also loves to go into a crystal store oh yeah and uh he's not he hasn't yet created a business to to compensate some of the money we spend at these stores yet. but, <laughs> but i imagine if he did it would it would be a good way to to pay for that uh adventure but it's yeah. uh i know the feeling of like holding crystals in your hand and knowing that each one has a different energy and a different I'll call it a purpose kind of a different light that it can bring to you and it is quite powerful I've I've seen it and my wife is really big into it and and I've seen it do some really cool things and you mentioned the lava what is it called the lava stone diffusing bracelets yeah lava stone diffuser bracelet so this is one it's like um the the black beads, you can put like essential oils, essential oils in them. So they like smell good when you wear them. Mm-hmm. So I have used one of those. <laughs> I, I hijacked one of my wives uh, and I put uh, lavender. Lavender is my favorite mm-hmm. because I tend to get caught up in life very quickly and lavender calms me down. 
So I use yeah. I brace it sometimes to help calm myself. Yeah, lavender is a good calming oil. And yeah, Rehan, yeah. uh, Malia's brother wears a couple too. One of his is this one, right? He wears the grounding. Yeah. So do you name that one grounding? Yeah. Yeah. What is a good grounding stone or oil? Oh, um, this one isn't like a diffuser. But these are like the gemstones, so like okay. the black onyx and like the the fire agate. Very mm -hmm. cool. That might be the one I purchase when we when we finish <laughs> our interview. I I think it's it's gonna be hard to pick one. So I think it's gonna have to be a continuous one. I I love the designs. What yeah. was it like to be at a market? Maybe it's a bit different, right? To be like um, giving them to people you 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 know, uh, right? Or you meet uh, at like different places or selling online. But when you're at a market, your your all your stuff is out there, and you see people coming by. Did you like that? Was it scary? What was it like? Um. Yeah, it was really fun. Um. It was like a different experience. You said you had a lot of adrenaline. Yeah, like a lot of adrenaline. So I was just like really excited the whole time. Yeah, I can. Imagine I love your that. table design. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was fun to set up the table and like yeah, they're they're tiring, and you know people do this every week. So gosh, kudos to them because it's it's so exhausting to just mm -hmm. set up and and be there and take down and then know that you're going to do it again next weekend. I just, so we haven't, we don't do any other fairs except for November fairs, just because it's with homework and all the other stuff throughout the year. It's a lot. So it's nice just to be part of something small and um, yeah. Yeah. And then be able to give back from that too. Right. Mm -hmm sitting here listening it's easy for me to forget that oh yeah you're also a full-time yeah. student <laughs> that's why i laughed it's like oh yes homework right you also you are going to find time to do schoolwork <laughs> yeah i was at a market and i asked them because i was curious how long does it take you to set all this up and i think they said it's a full day of setup it was just like the evening of one day and then the morning of the day. Yeah. For us. Yeah. But I guess for organizers, for sure. Yeah. Organizers would probably, they would take the whole day to set up. Yeah. Yeah. All the tables and everything and then letting the vendors come in. Right. And mm -hmm. yeah, I think now we can probably get a table set up in two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You've streamlined it. Still a ton of work though to to stay organized and yeah. I also love that you do custom orders. I was just curious, what is that like when you get a custom order? How do you kind of suggest things for the person, and what do you think about to make choices about what would be a good design for them? Yeah, well, like a lot of the custom orders, they already have like an idea of what they want. So then it just like it's fun for me to kind of like um, play around with the ideas that they have and design something and I've like made like new bracelets from custom orders that people have like wanted like what they've requested and then mm -hmm. it's like fun because I come up with like a new design and then you get to use that design more right that's cool like it, yeah. if it's a really cool custom design then you you can use that again right and put it on your store yeah, yeah. you did that right a couple yeah times mm -hmm. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. I'm going to start brainstorming with my wife about custom designs yeah. in order. <laughs> I was thinking about our friend who asked you to make those bracelets for 
her nephew and niece or her niece that was getting married. <clears throat> Remember? Yeah. Using her color palette. Oh, cool. So that was kind of cool too. Yeah. For all her bridesmaids. Yeah. So yeah, like they asked for like fall colors. Um and like jewel tones. So then I could mm -hmm. find beads that kind of match the colors. And I made like yeah, they were they were pretty when they mm -hmm. when they turned out. Oh, amazing. I can imagine. I don't think you've shown us one that isn't pretty. So Yeah, they all they all look so pretty. Oh. Uh going back to the financial literacy class, like in terms of the yeah. business side of things, uh do you feel you've learned a lot from this project and what tell tells about yeah. the business side? Um it takes like a lot of time to package and like ship things and like I learned a lot about how to start a business and etsy kind of does it for you like it does a lot for you you just have to kind of make your listings and choose your name because we first started of um making a website but then that was too complicated but since etsy was like a platform then we used that using what's available to you already streamlining <laughs> this is smart yeah <laughs> i laugh because i am in the middle of trying to create something and i'm actually just i should be taking notes because a lot of the things you're saying are very useful <laughs> so thank you for sharing your journey with us you mentioned um you mentioned giving back and i know a lot of yeah. you, you give a lot right you like to give back to different organizations and charities can you tell us about that a little bit and what inspired you to start that um yeah well i wanted to donate to charities because um i like helping others and giving back to to, to the community and so yeah. far i've raised over five thousand for various charities wow. and oh um goodness. yeah so i've donated to the love for Lewiston foundation um and the BC Children's Hospital and Connect Place, the Royal Columbian Hospital, um, Muscular Dystrophy Canada, Cure SMA Canada, the Brilla Bone Foundation, um, Tri-Cities Mom Group to Feel Food Hampers, and the BCSPCA to Help Animals, and the Gwendolyn Strong Foundation, Dan's Legacy, and the Legacy of Hope Foundation. Oh my gosh. Jeez Louise. <laughs> that's a long list. That's so inspirational. That's are you are you an animal lover? I heard a couple animal yeah. related organizations. I have a dog. What's your dog's name? Obi. Obi? Yeah. Uh, I love it. We have a dog and his name is Toby. It's one, oh. One letter different. Cousins. <laughs> what uh, kind of dog? He is a golden doodle. Uh <gasps> He's not like a full-size golden doodle. He's 40 pounds. And... Yeah, we've got the same, a golden doodle. Oh, really? <laughs> a yeah, golden and doodle ours is 50 pounds. So... Oh, wow. He's 50 pounds. He's oh, just laying wow. here behind us. <laughs> I can imagine him. Hi, Obi. <laughs> Good job. They should meet. I yeah, they see should. Toby I feel like the more we talk, the more things in common we have. Aww. <laughs> They're 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 oh. nice dogs, aren't they? Bits ours is a bit stubborn. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, mine is as well. But very sweet. We live on a park. We back onto a park, and he just likes to bark and bark and bark and bark at all the dogs oh. that walk by, and he drives me crazy that sometimes. 
I've gotten a few <laughs> calls from neighbors saying, can you bring your oh, dog no. inside? It's making me frustrated. <laughs> oh, no. But we still love him. And yeah. he really just wants to talk to everyone. I know that feeling. So I can't and blame the him. Squirrels. So exactly. Yeah. And they tease him. But it's the best when you come home. Like that's one of the best things about having a dog. You come home and then they're always so excited and so happy. It's so contagious. You're like, yes, <laughs> I'm home. Yeah. No matter what, they're excited to see you. So Melia, how do you pick the charities? I was just I wanted to learn about that because you've been working with so many of them. Um and, and you you kind of like pick a new one once in a while or you're rotating them how um yeah i picked Which... a new one um well this year i'm kind of doing like every two months the first mm -hmm. year i did like every month um and i just kind of picked them because some of them have helped me in the past and so i want to get back to them and some of them i found um out from my friends like the brillo bone foundation one of my friends has brillo bone disease so i wanted to get back to them and the uh, Royal Columbian Hospital NICU. My friend was born in the NICU. Um, so I donated to help buy Zaki hugs, which are like, they kind of like hug the baby. Um, and like the Love for Lucent Foundation, um, Jessica Jansen, I did a live interview with her. She, um, she helps kids with SMA get like equipment and and adults too. and adults yeah yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. they do a lot of fundraising for families with sma and then you learned about a couple of them in grade eight right through school yeah um the legacy of hope foundation mm -hmm. and that helps um indigenous youth and then Dan's legacy is um, it supports like mental health and for youth especially. Mm -hmm. So there were a couple new ones, right? That you, yeah. Mm -hmm. There's so many, right? It's so hard to, but yeah. I mean, there's so many great organizations out there. And I think for us, it's just, it's nice to just be able to, you know, and whatever we can give, it's just nice to give back something and, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and support them with something we love to do, or right? That yeah, that's and it's also great because we get to meet so many great people through it all, you know, including yeah. you guys, right? Like it's just it's neat how many people we've met through this whole journey. We never thought, right, that we'd be able to just that. That's been such a highlight too, and um, yeah, meeting people that are sort of like-minded and also um yeah just we're in awe of how much people do for these organizations and how much mm -hmm. time and effort they put in to helping others so it's just a small way for us to give back yeah all the volunteers and just everything right it's amazing mm -hmm. how the nonprofits can run it's just incredible so i'm sure they really appreciate your, your contributions because it's beyond like the um you know the actual 
donations that you're making, which five thousand more than five thousand dollars is is crazy again, especially for your age to be a philanthropist of at the, of that level. So congrats, and you know that that's great. That's very inspirational for sure. Um, but it's also the awareness that you're creating, right? Because you're putting these charities out there. Like you said, there's so many things. Uh, out there it's so overwhelming right you wouldn't even know where to start but the idea that you're kind of focusing on one at a time and talking about them to other people that's so nice that's really must mean a lot to them yeah it's really cool to see you kind of leading by example mm-hmm. like you're setting such an amazing example for other people other peers other adults as well anyone listening to this is probably being inspired to go do something to help somebody else and and it's just you're starting you've started a very powerful snowball effect of positivity i'll say Mm -hmm. Uh, so thank you for that is there anything i see you as a as a young leader i'll say uh is there anything that you can think of that's important um about how we lead about how we lead people or lead by example even Um I think it's important to like include everybody and make sure we help those that need it and make our school and like workplace and community a better place. And like, it's important to do what you love and um, be truthful. It's striking me when you say do what you love. Uh, yeah. it, mm-hmm. That's something that took me a long time to, to learn. And I think it takes a lot of people much longer than 14 yeah. years to learn. So it, mm-hmm. It's such an important lesson. Sometimes it's hard to learn and sometimes we ignore the people who say truly do what you love. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very cool to see that you found that so fast and and you leaned into it. You you said, this is something that means a lot to me, something I love, and you you went after it. And you're showing people that it's it's so powerful to to do those things that mean a lot to you and that align with the type of person you are. So again, thank you for setting that example. Yeah. That's something I was thinking as well about the uh, giving back to, to these charities is that the, the fact that you're doing it, doing something that you love is so, is so neat. Like it's, it's a good inspiration because if you, people think of something, it's like, Oh, like sort of a bit of a sacrifice, you know, that you have to make when you're, when you're giving back. And, and even though, you could say, yeah, you're giving of your time, but you're doing something that you love and, and supporting your own um, growth as an entrepreneur and as a as an artist. So congrats. That's that is a great example. Wow, Malia. <laughs> Thanks for coming on and telling us about all this. There's uh, next generations like you out there making the world a better place already. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I also wanted to take a second to recognize you, Farah. Because what I, I read, I was reading part of an article that said that when COVID uh, hit, um, Malia was started learning from home. She did homeschooling instead of going into the school. And you are a teacher. Mm-hmm. You decided that you're going to homeschool Malia while continuing to teach. Is that correct? No, I actually took time off. Yeah. Okay. So when COVID hit, it was... Um, it was hard. Like we didn't know what to do. Um, um, we talked to a respirologist and, uh, they suggested to homeschool at least for 
a while to just sort of see yeah. how things unfold. And because, I mean, yeah, I, we didn't know how dangerous COVID would be. Um, yeah. And, you know, just in the past, having a simple cold can be um, tough, right? Just to yeah. recover from and all that. So, yeah, so then we just made the decision to to homeschool for grade seven. Mm -hmm. um, it ended up being, you know, at first we were um, sort of, oh my gosh, we're, this is a big change, but yeah. it ended up being a great year. Yeah, we made the most of it and we, uh, like everybody else, right? So many people were just going through so much during that time and, and we, we just made the best of it. And um, we did a lot of great things at home and um, and then Maya was, so Maya who started the um, Etsy shop with Malia, she was at SFU and she was also learning at home because they weren't going up to the university. And right. so she would come over and she wasn't going anywhere else. And so she came over and we did stuff together and it just kind of helped us all sort of get through that time of yeah. isolation. And um, yeah, so we, we did that for the year. And I think in the end, it, it worked out. It was a good experience. I don't know. Do you think mm -hmm. so too? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Probably yeah. going to be a memory that you hold on to for. Yeah. 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 It was, a, it was a, something good for us that came out of COVID. I think at first we weren't sure, but it ended up working out so it's amazing and the just the amount of support i see you giving is amazing i have a soft spot in my heart for teachers my parents are both teachers i have oh, okay many many yeah. family family members who are our teachers and i i've never said it enough i don't think just thank you to the teachers out there and the people yeah. that are bringing these new minds into the world and 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 giving them the platform mm -hmm. to be themselves and be powerful and know how much that they are capable of. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Teachers are, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. Cause you know, we all have great teachers that we remember and, and I think mm -hmm. of my colleagues too, and just how hard everyone works and yeah, we're, we couldn't be where we are without our teachers and educators. So as, as a whole, you know, we all have so many, and Malia, you too, you've been so fortunate to have amazing teachers, and we're just so grateful for the mm -hmm. teachers that have taught our kids and and the ones we work with. So, you know, we I was fortunate to be able to do that as mm -hmm. well. So, because I'm, I'm part-time, so it actually worked out. It was, and then, yeah, and I created, you know, this cool Etsy business came out of it. So, <laughs> yeah. and now that, and then Maya left, did you tell them that Maya, after a year, Maya left? Yeah, for, Maya yeah. left for med school Yeah, um, okay. and she went to Australia. So oh, then wow. like my grandma started helping and then, yeah. Me? Yeah. You had to recruit, yeah. <laughs> you had to recruit extra yeah. hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah, she's actually back visiting, so we're going to get to see her tomorrow. She's oh, back exciting. from Australia, so that'll be yeah. nice. We'll... Oh, that's exciting. Well, we'll say hi to Maya, too. Hi, Maya, and thank you for all the work that you've done as well. Uh, 
one other question I wanted to ask is um, we all have, especially me, I'll say, we all have kind of tough days. Like we wake up kind of maybe on the wrong side of the bed. We have tougher days. Things aren't really going as well as we had hoped. How do you handle the tough days, Malia? I think I like going outside and going on walks. It kind of like refreshes me and um, like taking quiet time to be grateful and time to like connect with ourselves and like balance our day and don't do things that like make us more stressed. I love it. The last one is really important. I feel like for me when I'm having a bad day, I just pile on more things. If I if I achieve yeah. more in that day, then maybe I'll feel better. And often the right answer is, like you say, try to remove that stress, ground yourself, and and rest a little bit, and talk about it. Talk about it with somebody. And dog walks are therapeutic too. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Probably and dog just, time in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cuddles and and yeah, we try. You know, we it, it can be hard, right, to just carve yeah. that time out and think. Yeah, I think I have to do better at that to carve out time for myself. And then when I think when we do, we know how important it is and how much better we feel. And just say no to things, right? Sometimes yeah. we just have to cancel appointments or, or say, no, mm -hmm. sorry, can't do that because it's just, it's going to push us over the top. So I agree with that. We say we're, we're under pressure all the time, whether it's external or internal pressure to say yes to everything. And, mm. and it's overwhelming sometimes because um, there's so many people you have to please. Mm -hmm. but, and not feeling guilty by saying exactly. no. Yeah. yeah, totally. Especially when you're in a position where you put yourself and I want to give and I want to help others. Yeah. And that's really admirable and great. But you also have to take care of yourself so that you can maintain that long term. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It's so cool to know you and get a chance to talk to you. And I know everybody listening right now is so inspired by you and and the initiative that you've taken to do all these amazing things you're such a a light for people to to follow mm -hmm. so thank you for that thank you too yeah i had one last question and that was uh, if there's anything that you want to say to our listeners maybe it's um just something inspiring that you'd like to say maybe it's something that you'd like them to know about um, people with sma and after the shop is kind of cool because i know some people that have um started like other making bracelets or doing something else that's yeah. cool to inspire others that's perfect that's that's great that's exactly right yeah like you never yeah. know what impact that you're having on other people right mm. it's it, it is like Trevor said, what did you say? It's a domino effect or it's a, a no, giant snowball, 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 a snowball of positivity, whatever you call it. It's clear that it's, it's happening and that you are uh, light in that way. You're starting something. Mm -hmm. How does that make you feel when somebody reaches out to you and says, you've inspired me to do this or you've inspired me to do that? It feels like really good. Um, yeah. And I imagine it makes you kind of want to do it more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've helped a couple of people, right? Get their businesses started. 
Yeah. Yeah. A couple young uh, people reached out to Malia just through uh, friends or teachers we know. And so um, that was good too, for you to just um, share what you've done and then teach them sort of some things about Etsy too. And it inspires people to, to do something, make, make things that they love and then start a shop and, or give back or yeah. And you're mentoring a whole new generation. That's amazing. It's, I'm amazed by you. I have one last random question. What music do you like to listen to when you oh, are working yeah. on your beats? Um, like pop music, like radio music. I like Taylor Swift and Dua Lipa and The Weeknd. Solid choices. <laughs> really good choices. I, I love, love Taylor this. Swift. We have dance parties in our house to Taylor Swift. She's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, music is great, isn't it? <laughs> it is great. Yeah. Yeah. We use it to to shift our energy sometimes in our house too. <laughs> I was yeah, gonna it's, say it's like stones, yeah. <laughs> it carries its own yeah. energy. Yeah, it's very powerful. Good question, Angela. Uh I did have one more. Uh don't feel obliged to answer it, but uh it was one I thought of this morning. And is is there somebody who you look up to or you think of as a as an idol? You, me. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Thank you. That's very I sweet. had a feeling that might be the answer. Well, and but... I look up to you. <laughs> yes, we all look up to you. And thank you for doing all the amazing things that you do, Malia. You're such a powerhouse of a person. And continue to do it. I'm going to continue to be a supporter and a follower. And you'll be receiving an order from us for. Aww. Well, thanks so much for having us. It was fun, and sorry it took forever to to organize it. It was yeah, a bit of a crazy fall. Yeah. <laughs> <be> sorry. <laughs> this was the perfect time, though. I think we yeah. all got to like. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. A new year, a new start. Yeah. yeah. Thank new friends. So exactly. thanks for having us on your show and we wish you guys all the best too in your show. And oh, thank, it's, you. Um, thank you. Yeah. It's great what you're doing too, just to hear people's stories and share and mm -hmm. yeah, connect. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Our honor. <laughs> yeah. We look forward to following you and uh, maybe we'll have you back sometime to tell yeah. us about what new things you've been up to because I can see your is going to keep doing cool things so you watch. i agree thanks bye bye, bye.